Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. So how are you doing this week? We still find ourselves in these strange times where we are doing everything from what I call our own little corner of the world. From either within our houses or our own backyards or if we're lucky from our front porches. And it still does not feel like any kind of normal. Um, It's just very weird. And I am sure that we are all coping with it in our own unique ways. And that is what I have shifted this podcast to incorporate into our topics. So I want to make a point each time I do these episodes to check in with you, to see how you're doing, to see what you need. To see what it is you're searching for. What can I create that would be of the most help and support for you and your family during this difficult time? And in doing that, one of the things I want to talk about is staying and creating connection in this time of separation. And I know we're all clamoring to find ways to feel connected. We're spending a lot more time online. We're doing a lot more video chatting. We're visiting from our cars to maintain our social distance just to get some sense of human connection and I want to share some ideas so that we can help each other make that easier. I am a part of a lot of groups and I do a lot of Engaging with people in different formats online. And I get a lot of different ideas from people who are dealing with this from all kinds of different places in all different kinds of restriction severities and I have come up with some really cool ideas you know um in my immediate area in the very beginning people were painting or decorating their windows so that when people would go on walks to get some exercise they would have some color 
to keep them company on their walk, also accompanied by some uplifting messages. And people were getting really creative. Some people would paint cartoon characters or rainbows or collages. And it was just a really cool thing to see. We just passed a holiday weekend and a lot of people couldn't do typical Easter egg hunts. And so they got really creative with it. And it inspired me to share with you some of the ideas that you can use to create engagement while learning other subjects or trying to build other skills. And the scavenger hunt was put together like this that I thought you would enjoy. You start off with a clue that leads you to determine a person. Probably someone in your family or a friend or a neighbor in the neighborhood whose phone number you know. And you had to call that person to get your next clue as to who to go to next. And the object of this particular one was from each person you would go and retrieve a Easter egg in a no contact way. But you could do this in a way where you would use clues or trivia questions to entice you to call another person to learn another clue or another trivia question, or you could do it with fun facts. And it's a fun way to engage with people and learn at the same time. It engages things like critical thinking, conversation skills, and learning whatever subject or skill you put into it because you could even do it where each person you call gives you a challenge and you have to carry out that challenge and in the process of carrying out that challenge you figure out who you have to go to next to get your next challenge so you could have a lot of fun with it and i just thought it was a fun and creative idea that i personally had never thought of before. So in creating connections during separation, one of the ways you can do this is by creating art. And you can use art to express feelings. And we are all adult and children and everybody in between alike, we are all experiencing a lot of emotions <laughs> during this restricting experience. We're experiencing things like boredom, separation, 
And those things create feelings of anxiety and in some situations, trauma. We feel traumatized by the things we can't do or the places we can no longer go or the ways we can no longer interact. And I know I have certainly learned that we don't necessarily have the coping skills to counteract those intense feelings. And so I want to encourage you to use art to express these feelings and also as a form to eliminate these feelings. So how can you do that? You can do things like cooking and you can share your cooking in safe ways with friends and family who are comfortable accepting edible treats. You always want to make sure that they are comfortable before you offer something like that, before you go through all of the work. But cooking in and of itself, which is an activity that you've heard me talk about again and again and again, and I just have to interject, it's something I've taken up doing a lot during this time myself. And it's, it's relaxing, it's therapeutic, and for kids, it's a learning experience because they're learning about how a recipe is put together and why you have to do certain things in certain steps, which actually I had that very experience over the weekend. I was trying to follow a recipe of a relative and the way it was written was very confusing. And so I didn't understand why things had to be done the way that they were listed. And so I actually had to call someone else to explain it who had experience with making this particular recipe. So cooking can be a great way to pass time. It can be a great group activity where everyone feels a sense of importance or duty or responsibility. They're responsible for a specific ingredient or a specific task that has to be carried out. And then you all get to share in the pride of the finished project and of course, the enjoyment of eating the goods, which everybody loves. So I want to encourage you to do as much cooking as possible. And it doesn't just have to be junk food that you can cook. You can cook healthy foods as well. And again, cooking from scratch is something that most of us haven't probably experienced on a regular basis. And so it's a great learning experience for kids to understand how the things that they bought or usually buy already made are actually produced. Um, I have seen some articles about 
people making donuts at home. How cool is that? I might have to figure out how to do that one because I love donuts. Pretty much I love cake of any kind, but donuts sound really good right now. Another fun cooking activity, which again is something that I talk about all the time, but I wanted to point out that this in this time could be a great gift because you can personalize it and it's something that can be kept and used again and again and again. And it can be used to build skills and it can be used as a learning tool and it can be used as a source of creativity and a way to process your emotions. That thing is Play-Doh. And there are oodles of Play-Doh that you can find on the internet depending on what kind of ingredients you have. So I would encourage you to engage the kids in making Play-Doh, which I am sure is something that everyone will find enjoyment with. So one of the things I wanted to encourage you to be mindful of is that kids during this restrictive time are going to suffer from confusion and frustration and anxiety connected to things like boredom and separation. Most kids probably aren't going to fully understand why it is so important that we stay separate from our friends. Why we can't go to school, why we can't go to church, why we can't go to the grocery store. And giving them outlets to still feel connected is a great way to plainly help them still feel connected, but to allow them to realize that they don't need to feel alone, there's nothing to be afraid of, and that they're going to be okay, and that they can still be connected to people. They just have to do things a little bit differently than they're used to. And you can create connections in some really cool ways. You can create group chats face-to-face -face with friends. I call them virtual playdates. You can start pen palling. You could either have the kids sit down and physically write, which is a great small motor activity. It's a great way to practice spelling. It's a great way to brush up on their English and their handwriting and all kinds of skills that kids need to freshen up on while they're not in formal school. You can use email. You can use social media, which would encourage kids to be creative. They could use things under adult supervision like Instagram where they take pictures and share them with small groups of people. 
you could do all kinds of fun activities that allow kids to share with their friends without being in the same space with their friends. Now is a great time to let kids be creative. Engage in different kinds of art. Learn about different kinds of art and practice different art forms. It's a great creative emotional outlet that allows kids to express themselves and their thoughts. They can tell stories with their art and then they can share that art with friends, either mailing it to their friends or dropping off their art creations in a friend's mailbox without coming in direct contact. You can use art for so many fun and interesting things. I would encourage you to use what I call invitations to engage things like art and learning science and practicing math and building language. Let the kids create activities for learning a specific thing. Kids in this restricting time are going to be searching for a sense of control. They're going to feel very, very restricted and frustrated and anxious and all of these things. And by giving kids a little piece of control, they're going to be able to lessen those emotions. Letting them participate in preparing meals or giving them more responsibilities, letting them fold the family laundry. They're not going to do it the way you would, but it's the act of letting them do something that makes them feel productive and needed. Getting kids to engage in, yes, I'm going to say it, chores but it's about how you approach the concept of chores you can use reward systems where they're earning privileges by doing tasks so doing good for someone else earns you something important to you and so you can get them to do the dishes or help with the yard work or caring for the family pet or cleaning their room or helping their sibling with learning activities, whether it's homework that was sent from formal school or working together to get online school done or engaging again in programs like the one that I have created which is centered around invitations, where kids engage in creative activities that bring play and learning together in one activity. 
if you are interested in something like that, reach out to me. You can find me through social media or you can reach out to me through the comments section of these podcast episodes. I would be happy to share those resources with you. I will be creating many opportunities like that over the days and weeks to come. Again, finding resources for the kids to stay connected, to stay creative. You know, I have been coming across a lot of great TikTok videos lately that kids are doing. Again, all with adult supervision. Um, But it's a great way to get kids to show off their creative ideas. You know, perhaps they do Instagram videos or Facebook videos or TikTok videos about creating Play-Doh or doing a fort, uh, Fortnite or, um, I can't think of the other one, a dance that is oriented to those kinds of games. Minecraft was the one I was trying to think of. Um, and creating videos to show off their dance moves that are tied to these games. Or doing videos that entice their friends to engage in a challenge. That might be a, a perfect way to get kids to engage with one another using digital means, which is to create little videos and send them off to your friends that engage each other in a challenge. It can be a learning challenge or a skill building challenge or a creative or artistic challenge. So perhaps you challenge one friend to build a robot that does a specific thing. And they then have to make a video and send it back to you as to whether they accept your challenge and then document themselves as they engage in your challenge. That would be a really fun task. I think I'm going to share that one. And it would get kids to use their creative thinking and it would get them moving, which is going to burn off a lot of their excess energy. And if you listened to my podcast for any length of time, you know that I have been talking a lot about giving kids creative outlets for their energy, mental, emotional, and physical. So a few other ways that you can get kids to be creative are things like engaging in and putting together plays or construction projects. The weather's getting warmer in most places and you can do a construction project a week. This practices math and science and chemistry and all of these needed subject-based skills while getting kids physically active 
and practicing things like hammering nails and measuring materials and mixing other materials together and figuring out how tools work to get a job done. So I know this is an overwhelming time and I know it comes with a lot of frustration and fear and anxiety and a feeling of a loss of control. One of the tips that I want to give you that will help you as an adult and the kids in your life is this. Play and creativity encourages us to explore ideas and our feelings. So when we can express our ideas and express our feelings through an experience, we learn to manage our feelings much more productively. And we learn to express our ideas, even if they are unpleasant or negative, in more positive ways when we can engage in creative outlets. I also want to encourage you to offer kids access to learning and skill building tools. I have a long list of tools and loose parts that if you are interested in some creative ideas, again, feel free to reach out to me, whether through the podcast or my website or my social media platforms, and I will share those resources with you. But some of my favorite tools to keep handy for kids are things, again, like Play-Doh, which if you don't have any currently, you can make some from home. And things like sticks and paint and chalk and seeds is a really good one right now. Or if you have access to it, plants. Things that kids can use to create new things. So if you have seeds available to you, now is a great time to encourage kids to grow things. It will give them a sense of responsibility, a sense of feeling needed by something. They are needed to keep the plant alive. And then they will have a sense of responsibility for harvesting the product of whatever plant they choose and then using that harvest to create something else from it. These kinds of activities give kids a sense of pride and a sense of meaning, something that we are all searching for in these difficult times. So one last piece of advice that I would give you to entice kids to use art to be creative and to express their feelings in positive ways and also to create connections when they're 
feeling separated is to have conversations and conversations start with questions. And one fun question you could ask is how does it feel to use this tool? So if you're engaging in an activity, have a conversation about what kind of experience they're having. Do they like using a specific tool? Do they like hammering? Do they like using a saw? Do they like playing with Play-Doh? Why or why not? That's also a second question to further the conversation. Why or why not in terms of do you enjoy this experience? You can ask other questions like, what is your favorite fill in the blank? Or how would you use these loose parts? And that's a question you can ask again and again and again. And that is a great way to get kids to create and tell stories, which would be another fun video challenge. Loose parts storytelling. I like that and I'm going to share that one too. So you can help kids get through this very difficult time by engaging in these kinds of activities. And again, I have all kinds of resources that can help you make these experiences easier. And if you watch this space, I will be sharing more and more details in the days and weeks to come. One last thing before I wrap up. A challenge for you. I want to know what and how can you create? That's the key. How can you create as you learn something new today or this week? So again, I want to encourage you to reach out to me through social media or the comments of this episode and share your response to that question. We ran long today and I want to thank you for sticking with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you'll join me next week when I will have another fun episode to help you learn and build new skills in these challenging times. Thanks for joining me today and I will talk to you soon.